Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. So much to talk about today. Just so much. We're going to talk about... Well, we're going to talk about gas stoves, for one thing. This is a story that we had a caller about yesterday. We broke it a little bit. We're going to spend some time talking about gas stoves, the war in Ukraine. Uh, just a, a whole whole big number of stuff. It's going to be a very big show today. We're going to be joined by Michael Cargill in the third hour. Your calls in the second. But first, here is the latest from Greg Reese. It's titled, January 6th, Political Prisoners and the Inversion of Justice in America. Share it at Bandot Video. Here it is. On May 4, 1970, hundreds of students were protesting the Vietnam War at Kent State University. The National Guard tried to disperse the crowd, but were met with resistance. Things escalated, and four students were shot and killed. This was rightfully memorialized as an overreach of power, but things have since changed in America. On January 6, 2021, During perhaps the biggest peaceful protest of American history, the FBI instigated violence. Things escalated, and four people died, including Ashley Babbitt, an unarmed Air Force veteran who was executed for climbing through a window. There were no rock anthems composed to memorialize her death. Instead, her killer was celebrated on TV. The almighty self-righteous liberal now celebrates tyranny. And after pretending that violent mobs burning down cities for an entire summer is peaceful, they pretend that the American patriots at the Capitol on January 6th are terrorists. And they pretend that the violent masked group Antifa does not exist. Antifa has been used regularly to silence, intimidate, and violently attack peaceful protesters, including women, children, and the elderly. And because the police have proven to be nothing but tyrants, allowing all this to happen, a group of patriotic Americans known as the Proud Boys did the right thing and attempted to protect and defend their fellow man from a criminal government, including Army veteran Joe Biggs. People always ask, why do we come? Um, My question is, why don't more people come here? Um, There's a lot of bad things going on. It's been 100 plus days of violence and riots. Assaulting police officers, killing people, executing people. Um, we don't like seeing that, you know. Uh, I want everyone to learn how to get along. And, and like today, as much as I do not like Antifa, I don't want any of those guys to get hurt. Um, I want everyone to be able to go home. I disagree with them, but we should be able to disagree and keep our hands on ourselves. Because the police have done nothing while innocent lives have been taken by government proxy groups, Antifa and Black Lives Matter, The Proud Boys stood up to exercise our God-given right under natural law, self-defense. And because the brainwashed masses have fallen into complete submission to the corrupt system, a new precedent is now being set that will forever change this country, strip us of our First Amendment, and further enslave us all. Joe Biggs, along with four other members of the Proud Boys, are now being tried for sedition and face up to 20 years in prison. 
Court reporter Alicia Powell was there to witness the lead prosecutor accusing the defense of being racist, and nearly every potential jury member has rallied for Black Lives Matter and supports Antifa. A former CIA operative has also been qualified for the jury. These political prisoners have been rotting in an American gulag for a year. Some are being starved and drugged, and our so-called leadership does absolutely nothing. The trial is set for next week. The current state of justice in America is a complete abomination, a system comprised of criminals and whores. May God bless America, because we need a miracle. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Absolutely incredible stuff, as always. Please do share that link, ladies and gentlemen. If there's any hope of waking up brainwashed Americans, Greg Reese's reports may very well be the key. It's Wednesday, January 11th, year of our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. What a big show we have for you today. We'll be talking to Michael Cargill in the third hour. He was the litigant behind the reversal of the bump stock ban uh, that occurred in the Supreme Court. Very excited to talk to him about the state of our rights, not just our Second Amendment, but all the good amendments. Very excited to talk to him in the third hour. We'll be talking to you as we take calls in the second hour. Also, I know yesterday I said today we'd uh, unveil a new skit. I, I may have been a little excited. I may have been a little bit, uh, a little bit early on that. Turns out I forgot how long it takes to edit things. Also, I had to take my dog to the vet yesterday, so it's not totally my fault, but she's fine. Don't worry. She's all right. But I think what we'll do instead is I have an old skit that I did years ago just randomly for fun, and I was reminded of it yesterday and have been sort of looking for an excuse to play it. So in lieu of the uh, pitch meeting skit, which will come out later this week, we'll do, we'll do a, little, a little throwback skit for you later today. So we'll throw some humor in with the horror that we're about to discuss, and we have just all sorts of topics. Let's just get right into it, shall we? Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Wednesday, the 11th of January, 2023. From Zero Hedge, CDC finally releases VAERS safety monitoring monitoring analysis for COVID vaccines. CDC's VAERS safety signal analysis, based on reports from December 14th, 2020 through July 29th, 2022 for mRNA COVID-19 vaccines, shows clear safety signals for death and a range of highly concerning thromboembolic, cardiac, neurological, hemorrhagic, hematological, immune system, and menstrual adverse events among U.S. adults. So there's that. I mean, I'll just just keep going here. Uh, There were 770 different types of adverse events that showed safety signals in ages 18 plus, of which over 500 or two-thirds had a larger safety signal than myocarditis, pericarditis. Oh, you think it was bad getting a life-threatening, life-shortening 
lifelong crippling effect like myocarditis was bad, you got lucky. You got off easy when it's compared to the other things that could happen to you. The CDC analysis shows the number of serious adverse events reported in less than two years for the mRNA COVID-19 vaccines is 5.5 times larger than all serious reports for vaccines given to adults in the U.S. since 2009. That's right, folks. In the time period between 2009 and 2023, you had 13,000 adverse events from vaccines. In just the two years that the COVID-19 vaccine has come out, that vaccine alone has produced 73,000. 13,000 to 73,000. Twice as many mRNA COVID-19 vaccine reports were classified as serious compared to all other vaccines given to adults. This meets the CDC definition of a safety signal. I would hope. I would hope that's yeah, pretty high bar. <clears throat> there are 96 safety signals for 12 through 17-year-olds, which includes – I need to read this fast. I mean the, every time you hear Joe Biden tell you to get the jab, every time Fauci tells you to get the jab, every time you see a commercial telling you to get the jab or a poster telling you to get the jab or a radio – PSA telling you to to uh, get the jab if it was any normal medicine if it was any if it was Tylenol or heartworm medicine for dogs if it was any other type of medicine every time somebody like that in a position to benefit and profit from the taking of a jab they would have to list this Please, you know, side effects may include myocarditis, pericarditis, Bell's palsy, genital ulcerations, high blood pressure and heartache, menstrual irregularities, cardiac valve incompetencies, pulmonary embolism, cardiac arrhythmias, thrombosis, pericarditals, and pleural infusion, appendicitis, and a perforated appendix. Good Lord. Immune thrombo- thrombocytopenia, chest pain, increased troponin levels, being in intensive care, and having an anticoagulant therapy. I mean, sure, it's not going to stop you from getting the disease. It's not going to help you to get over the disease. It's not going to stop you from transmitting disease, but it might perforate your appendix. So why not? Go ahead and take it. I mean, just completely insane. I, I almost started the show without seeing this article. Alex actually texted me right before I went on to see it. So I haven't read this yet. We might have to, we might have to delay the rest of the Daily Dispatch because I just got to keep going through this. We're just going to keep throwing, going through this for a second. So 96 safety signals for 12 through 17-year-olds, 66 safety signals for 5 through 11-year-olds, which include myocarditis, pericarditis, ventricular dysfunction, and cardiac valve incompetencies – pericardial and plural some sort of effusion that i can guarantee is as harder to have in your heart than it is to pronounce (laughs) can we we say that chest pain appendicitis appendectomies kawasaki's disease menstrual irregularities vitiligo and vaccine breakthrough infection you know vitiligo this this might actually change in people's minds do black people know they might become white if they take the vaccine? We could actually save black people here. We, we could actually save a huge number of uh, black Americans. <laughs> sure, take the vaccine. It's just you know you might turn white, right? You don't want that to happen, do you? 
That's a vitiligo is the lightening of the skin. It's like what um, Michael Jackson had. The safety signals cannot be dismissed as due to stimulated, exaggerated, fraudulent, or otherwise artificially inflated reporting, nor can they be dismissed due to the huge number of COVID vaccines administered. There are several reasons why, but the simplest one is this. The safety signal analysis does not depend on the number of reports, but whether or not some AEs are reported at a higher rate for those vaccines than for other non-COVID vaccines. Other regions, other reasons are discussed in the full post below. In August 2022, the CDC told Epoch Times that the results result of their safety signal analysis were generally consistent with empirical Bayesian data mining conducted by the FDA, revealing no additional unexpected safety signals. So either the FDA's data, man- data mining was consistent with the CDC's method, method, meaning they generally found the same large number of highly alarming sa- safety signals, or the signals they did find were expected, or they were lying. We may never know because the FDA has refused to release their data mining results. Well... It's probably because they're so innocent. No, it's probably because it makes them look good. That's why they're hiding it. Just horrifying, folks. I mean, what do you even say about this? The sheer volume, let alone the severity of some of these side effects. Two, by the way, I remind you, children, this this is for children. These are the safety signals for 12 through 17-year-olds, including things like cardiac valve incompetencies. Which is just a complicated, medically jargony way of saying uh, your heart don't work. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't stop you from getting the disease. I think we've been over that. In fact, it makes you more likely to get the disease. So, I mean, daily, daily, I am convinced that we can't, we can't it, it can't get any worse. There can't be, you know, an even greater depth to plunge to. But there are no words to describe what's going on across the world right now. This is nothing short of biblical. This is nothing short, nothing short of cataclysmic. They created the virus. They released the virus. They knew the vaccine would do what it's now doing. And across the whole world, billions upon billions of people were forcibly injected with poison by their government not just the people, the animals too, and the babies, and the children. So what you're saying is that if you watched InfoWars, we may have saved your life. Folks, if we saved your life, go to InfoWarsStore.com and, uh, and buy a supplement. Tell you what, if, if our information means that your heart is still working normally, it's still functioning adequately, Maybe spend a couple bucks at InfoWars store. I mean, maybe if we saved your life, maybe do that. Introducing our new incredible supplement line, InfoWars MD. Now, in 60 seconds, it's hard to tell you how incredible these products are, but all of these products are already sold on store shelves under other brand names for up to twice the cost we're selling it to you. These are high-end. These are the very best. You know our body's ultimate turmeric formula is amazing? Well, guess what? We now have Turmeric 95 that's basically the same formula for a lower price. CBD oil of the highest quality. 
up to 50% less than major competitors selling the exact high-quality, full-spectrum CBD. And it goes on for all the new InfoWars MD products at InfoWarsStore.com. The highest quality, directly from the manufacturer, to your door at prices up to 50%, in some cases 100% lower than what they're sold for in stores. InfoWars MD at InfoWarsStore.com. Like a rock thrown into a pond, your actions, even though they may seem little, have a massive ripple effect throughout time and space. We're actually winning the info war. And when you realize that Bandot Video has hundreds and hundreds of censored directors and investigative journalists and talk show hosts whose information is beyond incredible, hundreds of medical doctors and scientists, all of them right now telling the truth at Bandot Video. Millions of people a day visiting Bandot Video. But you can take that information and cause a bigger ripple effect, an amplifying effect, and make sure it gets out to your friends, your family, your neighbors, and perfect strangers. You are the modern Paul Revere's. You are what takes our information and amplifies it. When you decide to take action, we as a species and as a race are invincible. So I thank you all for your past action, and I challenge you to redouble your efforts now because humanity and the children are counting on you. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Alright, folks, I, I think that was a first for American Journal. I think that may have been a first. Usually, maybe it's because I usually read the stories for it, and occasionally, every once in a while, I let a story on the Daily Dispatch get in my craw and, and it uh, takes a little longer. I don't think we've ever had a story so jaw-dropping that we had to abandon the rest of the stories just to read it. Absolutely wild stuff. So uh, so we're going to do this again. Uh, let's uh, get the thing ready. Let's fire it again. Uh, here it is, your daily dispatch. All right, folks, here it is, your Daily Dispatch for Wednesday, the 11th of January, 2023. CDC finally releases VAERS safety monitoring uh, monitoring analysis for COVID vaccines, and everything's fine, and it works great. (laughs) Kidding. It's horrible. Everything is off the charts. It's horrifying, and you'll have to uh, watch the other segment to uh, get the breakdown. But long story short, 770 different types of adverse events that show safety signals in ages 18-plus of which over 500, or two out of three, had a larger safety signal than myocarditis, pericarditis, the safety signals, that is the damage caused by the vaccines, is 5.5 times larger than all of the serious reports for vaccines given to adults in the U.S. since 2009. Five times more adverse events in the last two years than in the preceding 13 or 14. So there you go. Absolutely incredible. We'll revisit that a little bit later. We'll also revisit this story. We're going to spend some time on this story. We're going to delve into this story. We actually had the story yesterday. We had somebody call in. We mentioned it at the end of the show. But it hadn't, it hadn't aged appropriately. We had to let it sit in the cask for a little while. We had to let it age in the basement for a little while. It's been a day now, and now we can dig into this and see – use it as a vector. Use it as a – as a, a slide into the cesspit, right? We'll use this as a vessel to venture into the mindset 
of the leftists because it, it truly is wild. The, the story is this. Biden ban on gas stoves, next step in great reset lockdown of energy. And and we are going to spend some time on this because it it's so emblematic of what the leftists are able to achieve, able to do. It's amazing. Nobody would ever heard of this. Nobody would ever suggested this. Nobody was thinking about gas stoves at all. This isn't a problem they're confronting, right? We can go through the problem, you know, crime out of control, tens of thousands of people being murdered, prisons overrun, uh, money being spent by the hundreds of billions to wage war with no discernible purpose or end in sight, the border wide open, the mass death that's unexplained apparently but is actually caused by the fact – just the number of real issues that we're dealing with are overwhelming and uh, now we have a new one. Now just for some reason they decide uh, actually what they need to focus their energy on is getting rid of gas stoves and you would think that – this would be kind of a weird thing that maybe somebody would suggest and other people would go, well, that's not our highest priority, but whatever, that's fine. But that's that's not what happened. No, these are leftists we're talking about. So leftists, having never once ever expressed an opinion about gas stoves in their entire lives, never once thought about it, they've received the signal now. So they're all against gas stoves and they all think it's perfectly normal and reasonable and good that they should forcibly ban gas stoves by the government. And they're all just on board with that now. They all just believe that. They announced it yesterday. They are all fully committed today. It's amazing. It's truly incredible to see the way that you can just suggest some nonsensical, purposeless, unnecessary idea to the leftists, and they just – it's just their idea now. They just believe it now fully, wholeheartedly. They'll, anybody who resists them is an idiot and a, and a nincompoop and you know doesn't know any better. They're all uh, uneducated and stupid. They never – they didn't know about this yesterday. Yesterday – if you asked them about gas stoves, they'd be like, gas stove? Yeah, I have a gas stove. What, what about it? They would have no idea. But today, today they're on a crusade against gas stoves, and anybody who likes gas stoves or says this is strange are the enemy and will be attacked. It's, it's wild, folks, and we'll show you some reactions. It's, again, just a master class in mind control, the way these people operate. It is truly something to behold. Meanwhile, in Mexico – Joe Biden promotes plan to make it easier for migrants trying to enter the United States as part of the, quote, greatest migration in human history. Oh, hooray. Oh, good. Oh, wonderful. You know, when I look around the country today, when I see the state of the American people, half of all young women on you know, antidepressants, childhood obesity skyrocketing through the roof, you know what I think? I think what this country needs is less gas stoves and more Mexicans. That's it'll solve everything. Well, everything will be fixed once we get rid of gas stoves for some reason and also just become Mexico. Just oh my god. My god, folks. How long are we going to put up with this? <clears throat> Moving on. Uh, US intelligence material related to Ukraine, Iran and UK found in Biden's private office. Source cells tells CNN. Among items from Joe Biden's time as vice president discovered in a private office last fall are 10 classified documents including US intelligence memo and briefing materials that covered topics including Ukraine, Iran and the United Kingdom according to a source familiar with the matter. Oh, oh well look at that. Oh well what do you know? <laughs> what do you know? It turns out it turns out they're guilty of everything they accuse us of. It turns out that Trump was the innocent one and Joe Biden had file cabinets full of information about Ukraine and Iran and all of our enemies where he has massive uh, uh, investments where his son is getting $10,000 jobs. It just goes on and on. It's so infuriating. I don't. I don't. I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to go insane. 
Uh, but you know, sometimes at times like this, sometimes when everything just rears its ugly head, you, you, you want to get away. You want to just hop on a plane and go somewhere. Unfortunately, we can't do that anymore. That's not the way the world works anymore. No, now the most simple of things that we've been doing for decades is impossible now we just can't do them we just can't figure out how to make it work we just we can't fly airplanes anymore we can't build roads we can't build buildings that are uh, worth looking at to to save our lives uh no all we can do is tear everything down and burn everything and cause hatred and division and psychopathy to just run absolutely wild and then try to medicate it as a response it's just all so stupid. Major FAA outage halts all domestic flight departures in the U.S. Well, look at that. Gee, it wasn't because you put some a gay CIA agent in charge, is it? I mean, you wouldn't be so stupid as to do that, would you? Or to sell the, the secretary of transportation job to a, a political uh, partner? For, you know, as part of the, the machinations during the Democratic primary, I mean, you wouldn't do something so heinously irresponsible, would you, Democrats? No, no, of course not. Departing flights across the United States were grounded Wednesday morning after the Federal Aviation Administration said it had experienced a computer outage. The FAA said later that it had ordered all airlines to pause domestic departures until 9 a.m. Eastern time. More than 3,700 flights within, to, and out of the U.S. were delayed as of 8 a.m. Wednesday. According to the online flight tracker FlightAware, nearly 560 flights were listed as canceled. Oh, just hundreds of thousands of people having their plans ruined, having their money essentially stolen just uh, their their lives interrupted severely for a short time or a long time or however long and the people that are responsible for this will never even apologize for it they'll never do anything to correct it and whether it's uh, southwest airlines just uh, being incapable of sending people what they do send the baggages or the big shutdown at the uh, airport in florida that caused uh, disruptions across the country or whether it's just you know somebody turned off a computer they weren't supposed to turn off it's just everything is screwed everything is messed up nothing works well it's all lands on us and the people doing it are not getting in trouble war against our masculinity there's a war in the environment the food the water the air the electromagnetics the injections to really cut us off from what God designed us to be. But through Mother Nature, the Creator gave us compounds that can counteract what the globalists have done. And I gotta tell you, all our supplements are great, but we've got a real game changer now. We've never put anything out this powerful. It's InfoWars Platinum, now exclusively available at 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. This is private labeled three of the top best sellers in the country right now. But it's exclusively available under the brand name and private label of InfoWars Platinum at InfoWarsStore.com. It's HGH Boost Max. It's Pain MD. And it's 1776 Testosterone Boost. Yield it to yourself and your way of life and your well-being to try these out and fund the InfoWar. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. 
just so much to talk about today. I don't even know if we're going to be able to take calls since we have Michael Cargill in the third hour. I'll try to open up phone calls in the second hour, but sometimes when I have so much to cover, I open up phone calls and I end up not getting to very many, and I feel bad for everybody that's hanging out waiting to get on air. And uh, yeah, Michael Cargill in the third hour, that's what I meant. Um, but I was going to take uh, phone calls to the second. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how much we can get through here because I do have a lot I want to get to, and I want to go to... Uh, some a little bit longer videos here. I don't think we'll play the full one. I think we'll just play clip um, eight here. So we're going to talk about uh, the Ukrainian war. Oh yeah, yeah, we're going to do that. We'll, we'll show we'll show a little skit in the in the next segment. I think maybe I need to calm down a little bit. Maybe maybe I need to calm down a little bit. Just for the for the benefit of not saying something that I shouldn't say. So we actually have a lot of great uh, videos uh, to show you today. Jim Jordan gave a pretty powerful speech on the floor of the uh, Congress yesterday about the weaponization of go- of government. Shows he really does have a understanding of the true level of authoritarianism that's coming down right now. We also have Joe Biden addressing the mishandled classified information that was found at his uh, his little Chinese-funded think tank he has going on there. We're going to talk about gas stoves. Gas stoves and the gaslight were being gassed. I also still want to get to my South Africa topic, but God only knows if we have time. I'm going to get to as much as possible, but again, folks, I wish I wish we could have prevented this. I wish... We didn't have all of these problems that we have to cover on a on a daily basis. It just if only they'd listened. If only people had listened to us. Because if you've been watching Infowars, whether it's the COVID pandemic, the lockdowns, the social distancing, the vaccine passports, the vaccine itself, and the so-called safety or the real overarching plan, you know that's the that's the thing about. Infowars. All these other places have – they might talk about this stuff. They might just now be coming around to admitting that maybe the vaccine doesn't work. Like even the even the places that are so-called far right, like on the right, like you know, they kind of get it. But like our, our goal here at Infowars is to paint the clear picture that there is a conspiracy happening. There is a global conspiracy that's out in the open at this point. That is as ruthless as it is anti-human, that is centralizing through corporations and governments and things like the COVID vaccine and the war in Ukraine and COVID itself and the Black Lives Matter riots in January 6th. All of these, every single one of them is a highly orchestrated event carried out for the sole purpose of consolidating power inspiring fear in the citizens to make them more malleable. They're all deeply interconnected. They're all pushing in one singular direction, and they're doing so with ruthless abandon. So, you know, we, we weren't listened to before. We're seeing the outcome of that now. I can only pray that Americans actually start listening to the people who have been right the entire time, only they'll have no one to listen to if we're not here to tell them the truth. So, I would love to be here. I would love to keep trying to, you know, light the path forward as we're continuously enveloped in this this darkness of 
satanic, the, the, the satanic uh, malaise that, that comes down on us. But we're not going to be here if you don't go and support us, and that's just the, the fact of the matter. That's just the way that it is. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com to support us. We make it so easy for you to do it. You get a fantastic product. It's a great price. It's almost always on huge discount, especially if you time it right. Real Red Pill Plus, 50% off. Just go to InfoWarsStore and start clicking around. You'll see you, it's rare to find a supplement that doesn't have some sort of discount, and usually the discounts are 25 40 50%. You're getting a fantastic product at a fantastic price, and it is a true 360 win as you help us stay on the and continue our relentless, if not entirely hopeful, fight against the globalist lies. So we're going to go to an extended video on the Ukraine on the war in Ukraine in the next segment. But we'll play my little skit here now. Uh, clip number fourteen. It was several years ago. I saw this uh, map. It's a map from 1916 that was published in Life magazine, uh, and it shows America as new Prussia. And so, again, I made this a long time ago, and I was kind of looking for an excuse to to play this video because this is about war propaganda. And this is a a look back at the war propaganda from 100 years ago, and I wonder if people 100 years hence will look back at the propaganda of the war in Ukraine and see it as being just as absurd and ridiculous and nonsensical as this map from 1916. So this is a real map. I didn't make this map. I just narrated the map, essentially. I thought it would be funny to go through and uh, narrate the map for you. So that's what I did, and uh, I thought it was, it was somewhat pertinent. And since we're not going to have the, co- uh, the uh, Ukraine pe- pitch meeting skit until later this week, I thought we'd go ahead and, uh, and play this one to, to keep you satiated for a little while. So again, folks, war propaganda is nothing new. It's just as absurd now as it ever was. Here's a little piece of that war propaganda from Life magazine from 1916 called New Prussia. Let's watch. February 10th, 1916, Life magazine, using a combination of the most recent military wires from Europe, as well as the expertise of the nation's top political scientists, has produced a map that represents accurately a future in which the central axis proves victorious against the Allied powers. Gaze in shocked disbelief at the horror of North America under their control. Goodbye, America. Hello, New Prussia. Adios, Mexico. Guten Tag, the province of Mexico. The west coast from California to Washington. Gone. Subjugated by the Nippon menace. Beautiful Florida, renamed Toconia out of pure spite. And the once proud cities and provinces of the Commonwealth of Canada, abandoned to the barbarian hordes of the frozen north. Leave it to a kraut to rename this the Gulf of Hate. And what malevolent spirit possessed the Turk who built this perfidious land bridge? One can only shudder in terror as they picture in their reeling mind German steamboats plying the Straits of Horror to the Von Turpitz Sea, or as it's called for now, the Atlantic. We, dear reader, assure you, this is the fate that awaits us should we slacken in our resolve for even a single moment. Washington, D.C., replaced by New Berlin upon the shores of the Kronprinz Bay. Not scary enough? Perhaps Cape Frightfulness will impress upon you the inhuman links the central powers will go. Have you purchased war bonds yet? One struggles to even comprehend living in a world in which proud New Orleans is renamed New Hamburg, where Cincinnati is torn down and rebuilt as Hindenburg, where even the Great Salt Lake is to be called the Gross Salz Lacken. What kind of way to talk is that? 
Baltimore becomes Heidelbergopolis. Denver becomes Denverburg of all things. And Bismarck stays the same. The Kaiser may have ambitious plans, but I know for a guaranteed fact that the people, fine people of Little Rock, Arkansas, will die before they live in a place called Wiener Schnitzelplatz. And let us not forget the Prussians' heretofore secret intention of establishing an American reservation. Capital city, Goose Step. Population, you. Baja California, handed over to the Austrians as if it was no better than Serbia. And woe betide the fine people of the Pacific coast. Will the Japanese treat the Californians with the same barbarity with which they subjugated Manchuria? Probably more. If you're still reading this, it means you haven't enlisted. What a cold, hard-hearted beast man can be. Sometimes it's all one can do, but pray for a soul that remains unmoved at the fact that should allied powers not prove victorious, Jamaica will be given over to the dastardly Romanians to do with as they please. To that portion of our readership that numbers among the upright young ladies of good repute, should you be acquainted with a man who, when presented with this map, does not eagerly and energetically perform his patriotic duty and join the army, it is the position of Life magazine that it's right and proper for you to roll up this issue and beat him about the ears with it. Cowardice is death in the face of new Prussia. <laughs> there it is, folks. They expected you to believe that back in 1916. Nowadays it'd be, I don't know, some 60 Minutes piece about... Uh, pussy riot in Russia, right? But it's all the same. It's all just as ridiculous. And that's how you take a, a population where 90% wanted to stay out of the war to 90% desperately signing up to go in. You've got to change their minds before you can get them to die for your country. Mark Twain, one of America's greatest writers and satirists in minds, famously said more than 150 years ago, rumors of his demise had been greatly exaggerated. Because the newspapers kept saying he died decades before he did die. And it's the same PSYOP today. InfoWars is more influential and more powerful than ever because of your support. And because of the facts that what we've covered is coming true. But if they can convince you we've been shut down, if they can convince you that we're going away, and you stop supporting, you stop spreading the word, then they do win. Ladies and gentlemen, there's only one group of people that can shut down InfoWars, and that's you, the viewers and listeners. If you decide we're done, we're done. If you decide to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get supplements and books and films and t-shirts and so much more, we will stay on the air indefinitely. It is all in your hands. So thanks for your support. Stand up against the globalists. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now and keep us on air. It's up to you. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
All right, welcome back, folks. We're going to go to a video here from Indian News about why Ukraine, why the Ukraine war happened. Ukraine war's not as going as well for Ukraine as um, you would be led to believe. But I thought it was important to play that video from, you know, making fun of the propaganda from 1916. Because we can look back at propaganda from World War One, and it's outrageous. It's absurd. It's ridiculous, right, to think that Germany would conquer all of America and, and re- rename the Great Lakes after beer, right? Pilsner Lake. I mean it's just – it's absurd. We can look back and we can, we can laugh at it. We can look back at propaganda from World War II and see you know, cartoons where Superman is fighting some Japanese guy that looks like a deformed monkey with big buck teeth. And we can go, I get there are enemies, but still, geez, you had to – you have to treat them like that. I mean, that was, uh, that's kind of weird. We can look at that kind of a, a sconce and go, that's, I don't get how that was so effective. This is very insulting in my opinion. I wouldn't have fallen for this. And then uh, we can, you know, scoop forward and you can move all the way up till, you know, the war in Iraq. And we can look back now at the speeches given about how it was your patriotic duty to go engage yourself in some war in the desert for no particular reason and, you know, bankrupt your country and ruin your reputation across the globe. And we can see that and go, I was so ridiculous. It was so absurd. I can't believe we fell for that. They were pulling our heartstrings. It was so blatant. I can't believe we fell for that. And then you get to Ukraine, and they're just like, yeah, we have to go to war with Ukraine. No, it's all, it's all totally true and real. No, how dare you question the intelligence? How dare you? We have to go to war now. We have to. And it's just like, will we ever learn? Can we ever wake up from this? Can we, can we ever see the, the propaganda for what it is when it's necessary to see clearly? Or is it always in retrospect? Do we always have to get several decades away to look back and go, oh, God, we were being tricked. Jeez, who knew? We knew, and we've known the entire time. But, you know, World War I especially, you look at, you know, 1916, 1915, 14, nobody, nobody in America wanted to get involved. We'd never been involved in a European war. It was something we were not even remotely interested in. Half the people – in Texas, we're like Germans who only spoke German. They're supposed to go to. They're supposed to now go to war with Germany for no reason. Like it made no sense. And so you have, but you know, and you talk about the Lusitania, and that may have been like the big event, but that was an aspect of unrestricted warfare, unrestricted submarine warfare, where the Germans had these subs where they could blow up basically any ship at will without the ship ever even detecting them because the Germans were the only ones with these sophisticated sub, uh, submarine technology. And this wasn't going well because Germany was blowing up ships that had civilians on it. They were blowing up ships that belonged to like America, and America was getting pissed off. So they said, all right, all right, we'll restrict our submarine warfare. So what they started doing was they'd come up and they'd go, look, you know, hey, we're right here. We could have blown you up, but we didn't, but we will. So you have to surrender. And they would get the ships to surrender, and if it was a merchant ship or something, it would avoid being blown up, and it would try – so Germany was trying not to escalate things. So what the British decided to do was they would start firing at the submarines when they came up to say – to demand a surrender. So the Germans went, okay, we're just going to start blowing up ships again. We come up out of a courtesy to you to go, hey, we could have blown – we could have blown you up, but we'd rather demand your surrender. And then you start firing at us, so we're just going to blow your ships up again and also – you know, uh, Britain was running weapons on so-called civilian, you know, vessels, and so the Germans would blow it up as a legitimate war target as it was transporting weapons. But a bunch of civilians would die, and all of this was purposeful to then show the headlines: "Oh, Germany kills this many 
civilians. We have to go to war with them. So they have to do all of this stuff in the background to both cause the conditions for the war to come about and then shape people's minds so they're okay with going to war over this. I mean it's a very sophisticated process that's apparent if you just look and look around and you know, understand that the goal of these people isn't peace or anything good. It's just endless warfare. Then it's easy to see this for what it is. But for some reason, the wider public seems incapable of looking at this with lucidity and, and clarity until 100 years after. So all we're asking is the people just take themselves out of the current propaganda maelstrom that they find themselves blinded by and just – Think for yourself for once, and it would it would really help us all not die in a in a uh, you know flaming hellstorm. So thanks for that. Thanks for doing that. Please, won't you? And again, Infowars has been right about the war in Iraq. It's been right about the Patriot Act. It's been right about the war in Ukraine. It's been right and right and right in the war in Syria, et cetera, et cetera. So I just again, I just hope that we can move into the future. I hope that we can continue to do what we do here, questioning the warmongers that would rather have us all fight each other, then uh, learn to progress as human beings into the future. If you support us in this mission, please do go to InfoWarsStore.com. Please find a supplement for yourself and uh, improve your own life And at the same time as you're keeping us on the air. It is a true 360 win. And if you have trouble sleeping because your brain is racing from all of the ridiculous nonsense that you have to deal with every single day like yours truly, might I suggest down and out. It is 40% off, incredibly powerful liquid tincture sleep uh, assistant, med- uh, not a medicine, but supplement, and it is really incredible. Down and out, 40% off. Now let's go to this Indian news report on why Ukraine was really attacked. Keep in mind, this has been apparent to anybody who's been paying attention the entire time. Let's watch. They say there are two sides to every story. Consider both before you form an opinion. Easier said than done. Look at the conflict in Ukraine. One side is dominating the global narrative. The other side has been proclaimed the villain. I'm talking about NATO and Russia. And, but what led the world to the point of this invasion? Leaders in Moscow say they are the aggrieved party. They are the victims of NATO's eastward march. And they're only acting in self-defense. Here's why. Over the past 25 years, NATO has been creeping closer to the Russian border. Former Soviet states have become NATO members. This military alliance has technically absorbed the entire security belt of Moscow. Russia sees this expansion as a provocation. It hurts their security interests and won't end well for both sides, they said. The warnings were clear. NATO ignored them. Call it their myopia or arrogance. They downplayed Moscow's concerns, kept proceeding with new rounds of expansion until things blew up in Ukraine. Did NATO push Ukraine into this war? NATO cannot escape the blame for what's unfolding in Ukraine. In 1989, the Berlin Wall collapsed. In 1991, the Soviet Union disintegrated and the Iron Curtain was completely demolished. Europe's regional order hinged on one question. Should Germany align itself with the US and NATO or should it join the Russians through the Warsaw Pact? The US government under George H.W. Bush made an offer to Russian President Mikhail Gorbachev. It suggested if Germany became a NATO member, NATO would stop expanding, not one inch eastwards. No new members. Today, the U.S. says it made no such promise, that no such deal was ever struck. But hundreds of memos, meeting minutes and transcripts from U.S. archives indicate otherwise. Nevertheless, Moscow bought the offer. It demolished the Warsaw Pact in the hope that the West would follow suit, that NATO, too, would be dissolved. But that never happened. NATO refused to cease operations. And to add insult to injury, they kept the door for membership open. Russia saw it as a stab in the back. 
and NATO kept pushing the dagger deeper. Look at the situation in Russia's backyard. It does not end there. As of 2021, NATO officially recognized three more aspiring members, Bosnia and Herzegovina, Georgia and Ukraine. Last we checked, NATO was also in talks with Sweden, Finland and Serbia for membership. So to put it simply, much of Eastern Europe, which once used to be part of the Soviet Union, has now joined NATO. And this happened despite Russia's protests and warnings. The last reasonably friendly warning from Moscow came in the year 2007. Vladimir Putin addressed the annual Munich conference, where he said, and I'm quoting, NATO has put its frontline forces on our borders. This expansion represents a serious provocation that reduces the level of mutual trust. And we have the right to ask against whom is this expansion intended and what happened to the assurances our Western partners made after the dissolution of the Warsaw Pact. These sentiments have been echoed by a host of American strategists. I'll give you a few examples. June 1997, 50 prominent foreign policy experts signed an open letter to President Bill Clinton calling America's efforts to expand NATO a policy error of historic proportions. Then we have George Kennan, the father of America's containment policy during the Cold War. He, too, called NATO expansion a tragic mistake with no reason whatsoever. The warnings went on for decades. In 2008, William J. Burns, the U.S. ambassador to Moscow, wrote a letter to the State Department where he said that Ukrainian entry into NATO is the brightest of all red lines for the Russian elite. He said that even Putin's sharpest critics at home consider Ukraine's entry a direct challenge to Russian interests. It does not end there. This is Robert M. Gates. He was the defense secretary in the Bush and Obama administrations. He wrote in his memoir that trying to bring Georgia and Ukraine into NATO was truly overreaching. Then we have Strobe Talbot, a former deputy secretary of state. He described the Russian perception in a similar way, how they consider NATO as a vestige of the Cold War and point out that if the Warsaw Pact was disbanded, why did the West not dismantle NATO? So several voices in the Western world had warned that Russia's protests have merit and that NATO expansion could spell serious trouble. Yet, successive American administrations paid no heed to these warnings. They, when we analyze why Ukraine was attacked, all of this needs to be taken into account. All right, we'll be right back, folks. Don't go anywhere. Like a rock thrown into a pond, your actions, even though they may seem little, have a massive ripple effect throughout time and space. We're actually winning the info war. And when you realize that Bandot Video has hundreds and hundreds of censored directors and investigative journalists and talk show hosts whose information is beyond incredible, hundreds of medical doctors and scientists, all of them right now telling the truth at Bandot Video, millions of people a day visiting Bandot Video. But you can take that information and cause a bigger ripple effect, an amplifying effect, and make sure it gets out to your friends, your family, your neighbors, and perfect strangers. You are the modern Paul Revere's. You are what takes our information and amplifies it. When you decide to take action, we as a species and as a race are invincible. So I thank you all for your past action, and I challenge you to redouble your efforts now because humanity and the children are counting on you. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. The 
takeover of the Congress by the Republicans and Republicans with a backbone in certain instances is actually having some influence here. At least uh, I guess I'll believe it when I see it. But they're, they're saying good things. Representative Matt Gates says the GOP is going to release the 14,000 hours of hidden January 6 tapes. That would be great news for anybody who actually cares about that sort of thing. But the question is, is it uh, too little too late? Because we're about to go to a video here of uh, Jim Jordan talking about the weaponization of government. And I think it's even worse than he portrays. So we have a couple uh, stories here that, that should illustrate it. Charges dropped on man who hurled unopened beer cans at Republican Ted Cruz, hitting him in the neck and chest. A grand jury has decided not to indict a Houston man for pelting Senator Ted Cruz with cans during the Astros World Series parade last year. Joseph Halm Arsendinoko, 33, faced charges of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon for hurling projectiles, but a grand jury dismissed the charges on Friday. That's right, folks. Hurl a full closed beer can at a U.S. senator, hitting him in the neck and face, and uh, you won't even get charged for it in America as long as you're aiming, aiming in the right direction, right? As long as the senator has uh, an R next to his name, you apparently can uh, attempt assault with a deadly weapon and not pay for it. I mean just maybe, maybe try it yourself. Maybe go on the street and just whip a beer can at someone's head. See if you get assault charges. Well, not if you whip it at a Republican senator, you'll be let off scot-free. I mean, this is and, – and there are people who wandered through the Capitol that are sitting in prison right now for two years. But whip a beer can at a senator's head, you're totally fine. Hero customer who shot armed robber at Houston Taco Joint ordered to face grand jury by Soros-funded DA. So again, be a victim of the cri- criminals or be a victim of the government. The choice is yours. Here's Jim Jordan to explain. A ploy – It's not a ploy when the Department of Justice treats parents as terrorists, moms and dads who are simply showing up at a school board meeting to advocate for their son or daughter. It's not a ploy when the FBI pays Twitter $3 million, not one, not two, $3 million to censor American citizens. It's not a ploy when the Department of Homeland Security tries to set up a disinformation governance board because we all know that the Department of Homeland Security can tell what's good speech and what is bad speech, what's mis... I mean, you've got to be kidding me. I tell you what, dozens of whistleblowers have come talk to Republican staff on the Judiciary Committee don't think this is a ploy. That's why they came to talk to us. They know how serious this is. The former Democrat chair of the Judiciary Committee is in the press today saying we're going to fight this tooth and nail. This is political. But meanwhile... The former Democrat chair of the Intelligence Committee pressured Twitter to censor a journalist. You've got to be kidding me. This is the most important. This is about the First Amendment, something you guys used to care about. And I'd actually hope we could get bipartisan agreement on protecting the First Amendment, the five rights we enjoy as Americans under the First Amendment. Your right to practice your faith, your right to assemble, right to petition the government, freedom of press, freedom of speech. Every single one's been attacked in the last two years. There were, there were, government was telling people they couldn't go to church just a few years ago. Your right to assemble, your right to petition the government. The Democrats kept the Capitol closed. You couldn't, as a citizen, couldn't come to your Capitol that you pay for to address your member of Congress, to redress your grievances, because Nancy Pelosi wouldn't let you in. Freedom of the press, I just told you what the head of the Intel Committee tried to do to a journalist. The most important right we have, though, is your right to talk. Because if you can't talk, you can't practice your faith. You can't share your faith. You can't petition your government. You, 
The right to speak is the most important, and that's what they're going after. And that's why we've had dozens of whistleblowers come talk to us. We want to focus on that because we want it all to stop. We want the double standard to stop. This idea that if, oh, if you're a pro-life activist, you're going to get your door kicked in, you're going to get arrested and handcuffed in front of your seven kids and your spouse for simply praying in front of abortion clinic and telling the guy who was harassing your son to knock it off, you're going to have the FBI raid your home. But the, the protests that went on the, at, at Supreme Court justices' homes in the aftermath of the leak of the Dobbs opinion, oh, no problem there. Americans are sick and tired of it. And what we want, we, we don't want to go after anyone. We just want it to stop. And we want to respect the First Amendment to the Constitution that the greatest country in the world has. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. To keep my hands on myself. All right, folks, I might open up the phone lines just to see if anybody out there can tell me how to embed a rumble video on a Substack. <laughs> can't figure it out. I can't get, I can't get it to work. All right, lots to cover this hour for we're joined by Michael Cargill in the third hour of today's program. Still some more videos to show you and a lot of stuff to talk about. Let's talk about gas stoves, shall we? You know, I don't I don't do a lot of like pre-planning when it comes to the show. I mean, there's always stuff I want to talk about. I'm always doing research in the background and, you know, compiling things and that sort of stuff, but I don't have scripts, right? I don't have I don't have it pre-planned even in my head, like what I'm going to say. I just, you know, sort of think about this stuff all day, and then I, I come on here and say what I've been thinking about. So I've been thinking a lot about it, about this. So we'll just we'll wing it and see how it goes. Because here's what I, here's what I think when I hear about this, and here's the headline: Biden's ban on gas stoves next step in Great Reset lockdown of energy. The federal government is considering a nationwide ban on gas stoves, claiming pollutants from the appliances are a quote hidden hazard. Because we don't have enough problems, right? We don't have enough issues. We don't have enough things to deal with right now. Again, do we need do we need to go through the list from the open border to the fentanyl crisis to the rising violent crime to the overpopulated prisons to the collapse of the education system and the complete wiping out of gains that we've made over the last several years to the economic effects of lockdown to the mental health effects of masks? To the transgender crisis, to the population crisis, to the – I mean the number of real issues we have is truly overwhelming. You know what this is like? This is like a family who the dad's got cancer, the mom's got leukemia, the kid is asthmatic, the kid just broke his leg and the, the, the house payments are underwater and, and there's a leak that's flooding the kitchen and the laundry room is on fire. And in the middle of all of this, the dad comes home with you know an untrained feral dog and it's just like, here, you know, I'm solving the problem of the, we didn't have a dog. Just adding more problems, just making it harder to deal with all the other problems, just – Coming up with something. They just come up with this stuff, and it's infuriating for one thing, but kind of amazing, kind of amazing, right, that they just do this sort of stuff. And again, they are very quick to claim any response to their actions is oppressive and fascist and secret 
anti-Semitism or something ridiculous, right? Right. They put pornographic books in your child's kindergarten class, and when you try to take it out, they call you a book burner and a Nazi, right? So you're just reacting to what they're doing. You're just defending yourself from their attacks, and you're the bad one. Uh, you're the one who wants to burn books. Meanwhile, of course, they are actually banning books like To Kill a Mockingbird, classic American novels, because they depict racism as it existed a hundred years ago. So again, they're insane. They are banning things and silencing people and censoring things. They are censorious and tyrannical and all of these things. But if you react to them, you're the bad one. Meanwhile, they just come up with this stuff. They just go, oh, by the way, we're going to ban gas stoves now. And we're all just like reeling. We're all just like Again, trying to put out this fire and trying to stop this leak and trying to resuscitate this you know, dead person. And then it's just like, oh, and by the way, here's a feral dog for you to take care of too, right? Here's another thing that is not a problem. Gas stoves are not a go, – go poll people. <laughs> I, would, I would love to see what percentage of people – if you said what's an issue the government should be focusing on, what percentage do you think would go, uh, the proliferation of gas stoves? What? Nope. This is not. So they just come up with, they just cause more problems. Like it's all they do is just cause more problems. Just come up with something. It reminds me of defund the police in a lot of ways, right? Not going to solve any issue. Probably going to cause massive other unseen or, you know, unforeseen uh, problems in the future. But it's another thing that just like T-bones us out of nowhere. Just blindside, we get hit by just this absurd thing that we don't even know how to deal with because it's so absurd, right? Remember the first time you heard defund the police? You probably just laughed. You're probably just like, what? <laughs> okay, no one's going to fall for that. Fast forward two weeks and your city council is just like, and they're defunded. Bang, gavel down, it's over. Enjoy the crime, everyone. Like, they just do it and everybody just falls into line. And that's the most amazing thing about this. So again, you know why they're folks i mean the way i guess the way we should okay and so the way that we react to this is to treat it like a joke but it's not a joke these people are serious and they're just going to do this so it's almost the you know first they laugh at you then they fight you then we win sort of thing it's like first republicans just make a joke out of this first they go yeah right yeah okay we're gonna get rid of gas stoves sure yeah we'll get rid of your microwave next and then it's like the legislation's going to pass, and they're going to be like, wait, what? We really have to – now? then we have to like fight back and try to argue about like, oh, well, this gas is actually more efficient. Da, 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 da. And like we have to like get into the weeds. Suddenly this becomes a whole thing. We're talking about gas versus not gas versus what's the going to be. And or, well, what about the metals? And we need to make that. And it's just like why? Why is – why did you make this a thing all of the sudden? Like and why do leftists fall for it? And how do you not see that this is just arbitrary control over something – for itself, like, you know, in and of itself, it's just arbitrary control. It's just somewhere that they see they can make an excuse to have power over you in some meaningless but impactful way, and they just are doing it. It's crazy. It's crazy, and it's like we, there is no good way to respond to this. The only good way to respond to this is just like – just to be like, shut up. Just shut up. When they talk, well, you have to understand the gas pipe. It's just like, no, 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 shut up. We got real problems to deal with. You want to talk about gas stoves, go write a blog, okay? Go talk about it on Twitter. Just shut up and go away. And if you dare to try to make this a law, we're going to go after you so hard. Just shut up. 
I mean, it's the only answer to this because as soon as you get into the weeds about it, as soon as you start actually trying to logically debate with these people, you've already lost. There's no logic to this. There's no reasoning behind this, and we'll get into this. I mean, okay, so so we'll see how this goes, right? Oh, and we'll talk and we'll talk about what the uh, the real effects of this. Uh, oh, where's the? Well, this is, this is another good point here, but the. Uh, AOC tweets what I'm looking for. If y'all can bring that up in the response to it, um, but this is a tweet from somebody that you know also lays it out uh, fairly concisely. Rachel Goldsmith on Twitter: An F-35 burns 1,500 gallons of jet fuel an hour. But tell me again how I should switch to an electric stovetop for my family of six? Right, and again, it's like, why? Why even get into the argument? Why even? try to debate with these people they don't know why they support this stuff they don't have any idea you know what the you know what what the thing they're supporting is but luckily for them you know they have a they have a great little tool uh they have the mainstream media to tell them what to think so they don't have to uh you know reason or rationalize or take their own conscience into account they simply have to listen and repeat uh read and believe and so again this is the way this is the, the cycle that we go into. Nobody has a problem with gas stoves. They're not a big problem. It's not a major crisis. It didn't kill 100,000 people last year like fentanyl did. It's not bankrupting us. It's no big issue. If they'd never done anything, we would continue to live our lives perfectly normal and perfectly you know, comf- in perfect comfort. It would be no big issue at all. So they just come in like a, like a feral dog to a birthday party and just wreck everything, okay? And then – Republicans treat it with the absurdity it deserves. Ronnie Johnson says, I'll never give up my bath, my gas stove. If the maniacs in the White House come for my stove, they can pry it from my cold, dead hands. Come and take it. You know, maybe he's just being a little ironic, right? It's like just mocking the idea that, like, you're going to come for our stoves. And again, this is the mistake that we make because AOC's response to this is the perfect illustration of who we're dealing with. AOC responds, did you know that ongoing exposure to NO2 gas from uh, gas stoves is linked to reduced cognitive performance? See, she's calling him stupid. She's being a little bitchy. That's her, that's her, you know, brand. But you forget, folks, they don't find this ridiculous. They don't think it's absurd that they're going after gas stoves all of a sudden. It's their belief now. AOC is fully on board. She completely believes it. She's going to fight for this. And you're stupid if you don't do it too. There is a war on for your mind. Your mind is a battlefield. This is an information war. Infowars popularized those terms more than two decades ago. And today, whether it's Donald Trump or Governor DeSantis or Dr. Robert Malone, they're all using the terms that Infowars has popularized because we understand the enemy's operations and we know how to beat them. But we can't do it without funding. And we make it easy to fund with great products that empower you and your immune system and your family as well. You can also make straight donations at InfoWarsStore.com, clicking on the big red banner, a one-time or recurring. But I'm asking you to take action. We're nonviolent. But every time you donate money, every time you buy products, every time you keep us on air, you are literally nonviolently, politically, punching the new world order in the nose, punching their lies in the nose. We are going to defeat the new world order. We're going over the top, but right now is a critical juncture. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com and donate now. Donate now. I'm pointing my finger at you, and I'm also pointing it right back at myself. 
You forget to take your multivitamins. You forget to take your vitamin D3. You forget to take your Brain Force Plus. You forget to take DNA Force Plus. You forget to take the X3, and you know it makes your life better, and you know it makes you healthier, and you constantly forget, and when you remember to do it, you're a lot healthier. This stuff will blow you away, plus it funds our operation. we got the biggest sale of the year going right now at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and use promo code 1776 to get up to 60% off on these best-selling products. The lowest deal is 40%. Most of the sales are 60 or 50% when you use promo code 1776. There's too many products to tell you about them all. They're all kick-ass. They keep us on the air. Please continue to support, and I love you, and I thank you. 1776 at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, it's, it's, it's on display. It's on full display now. The ability of the NPCs to march in lockstep with whichever absurd pronouncement is made by their controllers. It's just, again, truly just something to behold. Never once have these people actually thought about gas stoves or considered this a big problem. Yesterday, if you'd mentioned gas stoves to them, you would get a bewildered look, confused. What are you talking about? That was yesterday. Today, they're all on board. Today, 100%, they're all completely on board. They are, are there to tell you, to, to be the, the warriors in the front line telling you why they need to be banned, why you're stupid for not wanting to ban them, to talk about how educated and important they are for knowing that it needs to be banned, and they're going to ban it whether you like it or not. Because they can and they will. And they'll come up with whatever excuse they want. Is it global warming? Is it uh, toxins? Is it uh, racism? Whatever. Doesn't matter to them. They're just on board now. They're just fully invested. They're on board. They believe this with their heart and soul. And they'll mock you for not believing this idea that they had no idea existed yesterday. Really, it is something to behold. It's um, – let's whip this up. Look at the crew making good use of the commercial breaks here. So again, you know, we, we see that we see the process. We see the Republicans taking this as a joke. It's just this absurd out of left field. It's almost like, oh, well, we'll just, you know, they can't be serious, but we'll use it to, to mock the, the leftists. You don't realize the leftists are very serious about this. They don't know why. They couldn't tell you, you know, what the what the science is behind this or what the what the point is farther down. They, they don't know. They don't care. It's just they just do. They just do what they're told. And they don't just you know, it, it's not like they're like, well, it's kind of a stupid idea, but it's our side, so we're just going to – no, no. They fully believe it. Like th- these people are cult members. They will argue with you. They will tr- act as if this is a deeply held conviction even though they just learned about it yesterday. They, it doesn't matter to them. And, and it's, it's, again, just something to behold. It, it is something truly mind-boggling. But what they're going to tell you is that this is – it's because of the noxious chemicals. Okay, the noxious chemicals. Okay, the same people that want you to eat meat made out uh, made out of chemicals and want to uh, inject your ten year old with hormone blockers to permanently alter their hormone production for the rest of their lives. They're they're very concerned about toxins in people's bodies. You understand the people that tell you that the childhood obesity crisis. 
the the answer to that is uh, to medicate them. They're very concerned about poisoning people. The people that demand that you take a vaccine, I'm not going to look in it and I'm not going to ask what's in it. I'm just going to take it in my arm. They're very concerned about toxins going into human bodies. Again, the only answer to this is, is shut up. But we're going to talk about it a little bit more because it actually goes into a wider conspiracy that um, I know a little something about from my personal life. So again, Ronnie Johnson makes fun of this, is like, oh, you're going to come take our stoves out of my cold, dead hand, right? Like just like you're going to take the guns. These people are just uh, tyrants. And AOC responds in in the way that you would expect. I mean if we're playing leftist retard bingo here, we just got a full blackout. We we just won the jackpot, right? You've got uh, bitchy, snarky – You've got, you know, I mean, if we're going down the checklist, uh, ignorant, it was, it's something they learned yesterday, but they're condescending about their knowledge in it. And the, the implication of being that you're stupid if you don't agree with them. And again, this is, it, it, it reveals their own inadequacies. It reveals their own, um, what they think about themselves. They're, they're terrified of not being as smart as everybody else. They're not. See, they're kind of dumb. So, they want they have to make themselves seem smart they want to make themselves seem like they're educated and they're part of the highfalutin intelligentsia okay so we know that gas stoves are bad we learned yesterday okay and you didn't so you're dumb and we're smart it really is that childish but she links this story vox gas stoves can generate unsafe levels of indoor air pollution i have an idea um air vent Look, I solved it. Hey, guys, I solved it with something that already exists in every kitchen. I did it. I did it, you guys. I solved the problem. Air vent. Two words. Air vent. It's over. The problem is solved now. <laughs> every, every stove has a vent. It's what it's there for. That's all right. They say we do most of our breathing inside, so it's a little odd that we don't think more about indoor air quality. One major source of indoor air pollution, it turns out, is, f- is the familiar gas stove, which relies on the direct combustion of natural gas. The, the, their answer to this shouldn't be surprising. It is to electrify buildings. Everything has to be electrical. It, absolutely everything. Your car, your house, and sure, this gives them the ability to uh, cut you off and control and on a, at a minute level uh, your every action from uh, some centralized control center but that's i mean that's beside the that's not what they want no they are for your health they they're very concerned about your health they're very concerned about your health and also they want to chop your child's boobs off because they love health so much they're so concerned about health they say all cooking should be done in a properly ventilated space and if your nose warns you something is up you should open a window common sense is your guide again problem solved open a window open a vent problem solved Anyway, so this is the story that she's like, you idiot. You have to learn that if you turn your stove on and and blow the pilot light out and breathe it heavily, then it'll make you sick. So therefore, we must ban all gas stoves everywhere from now on. Absurd, right? But here's the thing. My wife is is an architect, right? She designs homes, and there's a trend in architecture now. Major trend, shouldn't surprise you, just like in investments and everything else, uh, for eco-friendliness, for the Green New Deal, for making things as efficient as possible. And so what that means is that houses are becoming increasingly airtight. 
The problem with that is that it creates a vacuum. And people, instead of living in a house with drafts that breathe, that, you know, that's breezy and, and breathes easily, see that that lets heat out, that lets cold air in, or vice versa. So it's inefficient. So instead, we're going to seal it up, and you're going to live in a in a Ziploc bag, right? You're going to live in a, in a Tupperware container that's totally uh, sealed completely from the outside world. The problem with that is that you're breathing in your own noxious gases, and it increases the amount of noxious gases in your house. Produced by everything, you, your fireplace, your gas stove. Like, is that what's next? Probably get, you know, right? Fireplaces also release noxious gases. It's like one solution could be a chimney. Yeah, we know. Okay, so it, we get how ridiculous all this is. But this is like a major problem now. And these sort of fancier uh, home architecture firms are actually having to build in air circulation systems into the homes because they're so airtight, they create vacuums and they create unsafe. Uh, levels of air pollution within the homes as a direct consequence of the so-called, you know, green building techniques. So, you know, one problem would be just don't build it that way and you wouldn't have to do anything extra. But the solution for the leftist, the solution for the the very intelligent, forward-thinking leftist is we're not just going to use old materials and wood that breathes and just build houses in the way that we've always built them because it's healthy and natural and good. We're instead going to make a a plastic box made of toxic materials, coated in toxic materials, saturated in toxic chemicals for anti-fire or whatever else. We're going to build it, uh, you know, perfectly vacuum sealed shut. And then in order to solve the problems that we've created by this, we're going to then install electrically powered air systems to circulate air in and out of the house. I'm not kidding. This is what they're actually doing. This is actually the solution they're suggesting to the problem they saw, they, they created when they were trying to solve a different solution. And it goes on. Mark Twain, one of America's greatest writers and satirists and minds, famously said more than 150 years ago, rumors of his demise had been greatly exaggerated because the newspapers kept saying he died decades before he did die. And it's the same psyop today. InfoWars is more influential and more powerful than ever because of your support and because of the facts that we've covered is coming true. But if they can convince you we've been shut down, if they can convince you that we're going away and you stop supporting, you stop spreading the word, then they do win. Ladies and gentlemen, there's only one group of people that can shut down InfoWars, and that's you, the viewers and listeners. If you decide we're done, we're done. If you decide to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get supplements and books and films and t-shirts and so much more, we will stay on the air indefinitely. It is all in your hands. So thanks for your support. Stand up against the globalists. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now and keep us on air. It's up to you. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. I know we have a lot of other stuff to cover, but I got to stick on this gas stove crap for a second. Cause again, it's, it, it's not just about the gas stove. It's about the, the arbitrary tyranny of the leftist, the ability of the leftist to just adopt a, a new Again, completely illogical concept with absolutely no 
you know, self-control. <laughs> they have no ability to prevent themselves from accepting this idea. They, it just doesn't matter. I mean, they could come out saying, you know, we want to, we're going to, from now on, all, all cats have to have a mohawk. And they would all just be like, sweetie, yeah, cats need to have mohawks. So I can't believe you don't know that. Like, it just doesn't matter. They just, they just absorb. They're just in PCs. It's infuriating. And also the way, of course, uh, Republicans are just continually on the, on the back foot. We can't do anything. We, we can't solve anything. It's so amazing. We constantly feel a need to justify any of our positions in the paradigm that they orchestrate, right? It's like we have to try to get them to agree that like banning pornographic books in kindergarten is bad. They aren't, they aren't asking us our opinion about banning gas stoves. They're just saying – they're just going, yeah, we're going to ban gas stoves. And we're like, yeah, but why? And there's like, sweetie, the gas stove is banned. Okay, it's over. Get over it. Like that's just the way that they are. We could take a, we could take a little bit of a lesson from that because we're on the other side where we're like, actually, actually take these things as if they need to be, or as if as if logic will win through eventually. Tell you what, logic didn't get them to this position, so it's not going to get them out. They weren't convinced through argumentation that this was the right thing. They were just told this is what you believe now, so now they believe it. You're not going to be able – right? If they didn't get to this conclusion on their own through reasoning, then how – why are you confronting them with reasoning now? It's, it's, it's absurd. But again, it's not just about gas stoves. They're claiming that the reason the gas stove is uh, – it's the new subject of their mindless crusade is uh, because it's unhealthy. It's unhealthy. You're, it's, it's causing people to breathe in noxious gases. To a, to a minor amount, obviously. It's not actually that big of a deal. But they're pretending it is because they've been told to. But there actually is a, a pretty big issue in the health of indoor air. And as, as I just explained, it's because of climate change and efficiency measures imposed by the government. Not kidding. It's just, it's just what's happening. And it's one of those things – that I was showing my wife yesterday um, a Twitter account that that posts uh, old buildings versus what they've been replaced with, right? So it'll be this old, ornate, beautiful like post office or industrial building, right? Nothing like uh, anything. Uh, one of the common ones will be like a state penitentiary in 1890 and a high school today. And the penitentiary from 1890 looks like a freaking castle. It's like ornate and gothic and it's got balconies and like spires. And then like the high school today is just a, a gray box with no windows. And it's just like, gee, architecture sure has gone down pretty bad. And uh, so I was showing my wife this and she's you know, she, she's not like a political person. She's not like a right winger. She's not like – I mean she is just because she likes things that are natural. She likes like earth and like family and so she's by default right wing. But you know, it, that's not her, her concern. She just – she just goes with, with you know, what, what she thinks is right and beautiful. So it's not a political thing for her. It's just like – she's just like what? What is wrong with everyone? She's just like what is – like – Everybody knows this building is more beautiful than this building. Why did we all agree to tear down this one and put this one up? It doesn't make any sense. And why and, – and, and it goes further than that because then you've got things like a current architecture firm is very uh, you know, eco-friendly and uh, efficiency and all this sort of stuff. 
And so what happens is they'll have, they'll have somebody with a house that was built in like 1930 with wood that doesn't even exist anymore because all the trees have been harvested. Uh, so it's, it's thicker and stronger than, than wood nowadays and lasts forever. And, uh, you know, it was all natural. It wasn't like treated or, or, or soaked in like anti-flammable stuff. So it's healthier in general and it's well-built and it's spacious and it, and it breathes and it's stood for a hundred years and it's beautiful and it's got these ornate things, all this sort of stuff. And then in come the efficiency experts, the people who are trying to do what's best for the earth, and their solution is, well, the whole thing's got to go. We got to tear the whole building down, put it all in a landfill, and then build another building from scratch that's sealed tight and made with plastics and, and woods saturated and soaked in chemicals for the earth. And it's like just on the at basic logic, basic level reasoning, you, you have to understand how much more impactful it is for the environment to tear down a house, throw that house away, build a new house than it is just to try to patch up the house that already stands there. It's just on its face it's absurd, but it's not about logic to these people. It's like a cult. It's like a religion. It's like they just do it because it's what they think they're supposed to do. So they literally think it's more efficient and more good for the environment to tear down an old house and build an entirely new one. And that makes sense to them somehow well, because it's more airtight and the old one would let the heat from the air conditioner, the cold from the air conditioning out. And it's like that is so far. How long would you have to run the air conditioning with all the windows open to come up with the same amount of pollution that you get from the several tons of materials you are both throwing away and having to create to make it, it just it's absurd on its face. It falls apart of the most basic logic. And so it's baffling how so many people fall for this crap. And plus, the old buildings are more beautiful and, and stand for longer, and I mean it goes on and on and on. But again, these people are educated. You understand? They're educated in this way. They're indoctrinated into this mindset. They, they can't deal with the reality of the logical inconsistencies of their deeply held beliefs. So again, we go to this story. Building specifier, is air tightness exacerbating ill health? Amidst the pandemic, government incentives designed to encourage energy efficiency coupled with technological advances have applied pressure on the construction industry to build increasingly airtight buildings of late. However, high levels of airtightness and poor ventilation are building up major health problems in new housing. According to a study, a major study by Glasgow School of Art Macintosh Environmental Architecture Research Unit, Meru, building specifier Joe Bradbury investigates. Meru studied 200 modern homes and found widespread evidence of poor ventilation with bedrooms being a particular problem. That's right. You sleep eight hours a day in your, your vacuum-sealed room made of plastic, breathing in the PFAs and the, uh, your own you know, noxious breath. It's just – but no, it's the gas stoves that are the problem. If we get rid of the gas stoves, then all this other stuff will work itself out, I'm sure. Head of Meru, Professor Tim Sharp, said poor indoor air quality is hard for people to detect. There are clear links between poor ventilation and ill health, so people need to be aware of the buildup of CO2 and other pollutants in their homes and their potential impact on health. Modern homes have increasingly airtight, are increasingly airtight, and can also contain a great number of pollutants and chemicals, many of which can have serious health side effects. If you're building a new domestic property or commercial building of a certain size it will need to undergo air tightness testing that's right the air tightness is the thing that's causing the 
poisonous gases to remain in the house and cause negative health impacts, but also the government will come in and test to make sure it's tight enough, right, to make sure it's airtight. So they're literally – they enforce you to make your, your house, force you to make your house unhealthy to save the earth, of course, for environmental reasons. This assesses the air building for air permeability, checking for air leakage through gaps, holes, and other areas. The government has a standard assessment procedures in place for air tightness testing, setting standards that buildings must comply with to be energy efficient. So their solution is mechanical ventilation with heat recovery, MVHR. It provides fresh filtered air into a building whilst retaining most of the energy that has already been used in heating in the building. Heat recovery ventilation is the solution to the ventilation needs of energy efficient buildings. So again, they're going to blame stoves. They're going to blame whatever else gives them power. But the fact is it is the environmental standards that are causing the air to be uh, unhealthy. And so yet again, Once again, we enter into the liberal feedback loop of solving a problem that doesn't exist and in the process creating a whole bunch of other problems that then need to be confronted. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. InfoWars is winning. InfoWars is reaching more people than ever. We were supposed to be off the air months and months and months ago. Mainstream media told you, but it's not true. They told you we were going to be shut down. They told you we owed a billion and a half dollars. None of that's true. It's all being appealed. They want you to think InfoWars is dead. But if you simply stand up and support InfoWars, we've got years and years of appeals, and we will not be taken off the air. But if they can convince you that we've been shut down, they're going to win. Don't let the globalists psyop you and your family. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and get incredible products, supplements, books, films, t-shirts, you name it, that fund the InfoWar and empower your life and let the globalists know their psyop has not worked. Thanks for keeping us on air. Take action at InfoWarsStore.com today. Because the only people that can take us off the air is you, the viewers and listeners. The majority of you have not been psyop, but some of you have. Do not let the globalists brainwash you. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and keep us on the air. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, uh, final segment of this hour. We'll be joined by Michael Cargill in the next hour. I know Alex talked to him a lot about, obviously, his case where he was able to get uh, the uh, ban on bump stocks repealed. And we'll talk a little bit about that, but uh, we're going to talk about a lot of other rights that are being curtailed at this moment. Let me tell you, folks. 
it's uh, it's coming down to the wire, I guess you could say. The hour is late. InfoWars will continue to fight as hard as we possibly can, and if you support us by going to InfoWars store, we will be here long into the future to hopefully help oversee and usher in a great renaissance of humanity in a world beset by technocratic zombies. But it's entirely up to you. If you want us to go away, don't go to InfoWars store, and that'll be that. We'll go away. It'll be over. We will not be able to afford to broadcast 10 hours a day or host band.video with all the great content creators, InfoWars.com. It'll all it'll just go away. It'll just – it'll be over. So all it takes is uh, you to do nothing, right? All it takes for evil to win is for good people to do nothing. If, on the other hand, you go to InfoWars store, if – On the other hand, we're able to get the funding that we need to make it through this most difficult time in our entire history. Then we'll come back. We'll be – we'll never go anywhere, but we'll be back on top and we'll be stronger than ever. And of course, none of this has to do with our will to fight or our desire to keep this going. We will fight as long as humanly possible or I should say as long as financially possible. And that's why it's so important that you go to InfoWarsStore.com. And of course, we make it easy for you to uh, do so. I suggest down and out. 40% 40% off. It's the liquid liquid tincture sleep support formula, and it is incredibly powerful. I use it myself. I have a lot of trouble sleeping, and yet down and out will, will knock me out. It really will. So just my personal guarantee, if you are like me and have trouble sleeping, down and out can help you get a restful night's sleep. You'll, you'll stay asleep all night, at least I do, and wake up feeling refreshed in the morning. And I like the liquid tincture because unlike – the pills, knockout, which is also extremely effective and good. Down and out I like because you can sort of tailor it to exactly what you need for that particular night. You can get a big drop, little dropper. You can, you can just get exactly you know what's right for you. And so try down and out for yourself. It's 40% off. Find out what the amount is that you need and just notice the miraculous changes in your life that just getting a good night's sleep can have. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com. Get down and out for 40% off. There's other stuff there too. There's things like diet force, right? There's things like the 1776 testosterone boost. There's things to help you stay healthy naturally. See, our approach to things is a little different than I guess you could say the mainstream. And we've got some stories to uh, highlight that. But I'm going to do a little, little research here. Well, maybe we'll do a little, a little live uh, research but here's the story that's been making the rounds recently. And again, you know, just like so many of these stories, it's not about the story itself. It's about the wider context of the story and what we can glean on the outside world from the story. Childhood obesity requires early aggressive treatment, new guidelines say. This story from NPR. Children with obesity should be offered more intensive treatment options earlier, including therapy and medication, says the leading U.S. Satanist, I'm sorry, pediatricians group. And again, it's just like we're not we're not offering some revolutionary idea. We're not suggesting some revelation that we've had. It's a whole new way of doing things that's better than the old way. All we do here is just advocate for common sense. All that we do here is just beg people to use their inborn 
logical reasoning capabilities and just just think in a slightly wider scale than you're being told to think by the mainstream media. Just zoom out a little bit for you. Just take a step back for yourself and just go, okay, what is the problem? What caused this problem? What's the solution to this problem? Think about any problem that we have in America as a symptom of a sickness. That's how they think about these problems. And as always, their solution to every illness or sickness or symptom is medication. Medicaid, 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 surgery, medication, intervention, domination. It's never just solve the problem. It's treat the symptom and ignore the uh, – what created the symptom, right? Don't treat the sickness. Treat the symptom. Every one of their solutions, so-called, is like the vaccine. It really is like the vaccine. It's like you go into the doctor with a sickness – and he sees one. He sees your symptom. He doesn't look any deeper. He doesn't try to find out. Okay, is the rash that you're experiencing actually just the, you know, what's being shown on the surface of the skin? And really, there's cancer underneath that they need to treat with radiation or, or you know, anything else. They just go, oh, you have a rash. We'll tell you what. You know, put on this uh, uh, mercury uh, lotion, and you're just like. So now the rash is still there. It's still going. The cancer that's underneath is still festering and growing. And also now you have mercury poisoning because that's poison that you're putting on your skin. So just everything, every solution of theirs is poison. Every antidote to their madness is nature, is natural, is God, is family, is humanity, is togetherness, is just basic reasoning from 100 years ago. That's all it takes. We're not suggesting anything radical here. We're not suggesting anything unheard of. You got fat kids, make them run around. Problem solved. You want to stop childhood obesity? Stop feeding your children buckets of sugar. I know. This, it's so crazy. We're these wild-eyed conspiracies. The, the rational, respectable authorities are here to tell you the solution is surgery to your child. That the solution is not a moderate alteration of your behavior it's medication it's some pharmaceutical potion that they've created that will cure you of your ills without requiring even the slightest example of self-control or you know honor or you know just loving yourself right these people are just like, you should love yourself. They think loving yourself means like indulge in your basis desires regardless of what you know effect it has. Now, if you really love yourself, you'll be disciplined. If you really love yourself, you will be caring for your own body. These people think to love yourself is to just indulge in whatever animalistic desire happens to flit through your mind at the, at the time. And this is NPR. They say children with obesity should be offered more intensive treatment options earlier. They don't include exercise. They don't include eating right. They include therapy and medication because they, they want to make you think that uh, if you just choose to eat unhealthily and you choose to not get exercise, then really that's a, it's because you have a mental condition. It's probably because you had trauma when you were a child. So it's not your fault that you are making the choices that you're making. It's somebody else's fault. So you need to go to therapy and engage in this satanic sacrament of, of – inversion confession and uh you know they they can they can help you be okay with how fat you are or maybe they can get you some amphetamines to 
you know, crush your appetite because apparently you can't just have self-control. The, uh, the American – and again, it's not – this isn't leftist activists. This isn't fat activists or whatever they call themselves. This is the American Academy of Pediatrics. And their new guidance on childhood obesity, the first in 15 years, moves away from watchful waiting or delaying treatment to see if children outgrow obesity. The group is now advising pediatricians to, quote, offer treatment options early and at the highest available intensity for one of the most common chronic diseases amongst children. Untreated, obesity is associated with a range of long-term health problems, including heart disease and diabetes. The goal is to make pa- uh, help patients make changes in lifestyle, behaviors, or environment in a way that is sustainable and involves family and decision-making process every step of the way (laughs) stop feeding your fat kid sugar that's what they should say send your tubby little child outside to run around every once in a while instead of sitting them in front of a screen all day that should be their solution no their solution is drugs and surgery as young as the age of 12 well teens 13 years and older with severe obesity should be evaluated for weight loss surgery so again they don't want to solve any problems they want to offer ham-fisted, no pun intended, half-assed solutions that require you to become lifelong subjects to the uh, military-industrial fiefdom. Which is hilarious because, again, the story I'm reading is from NPR, and if you just take a quick little perusal over the NPR headlines over the last year, diet culture is everywhere. Here's how to fight it. How body positivity can lead to better health. What if the best diet is no diet at all? Yeah, so they're here to tell you that dieting is wrong, that being fat is good, that being obese is healthy, and also if your child is obese, you should subject them to surgery and medication rather than minor life, you know, conditions. There is a war on for your mind. Your mind is a battlefield. This is an information war. Infowars popularized those terms more than two decades ago. And today, whether it's Donald Trump or Governor DeSantis or Dr. Robert Malone, they're all using the terms that InfoWars has popularized because we understand the enemy's operations and we know how to beat them. But we can't do it without funding. And we make it easy to fund with great products that empower you and your immune system and your family as well. You can also make straight donations at InfoWarsStore.com, clicking on the big red banner, a one-time or recurring. But I'm asking you to take action. We're nonviolent. But every time you donate money, every time you buy products, every time you keep us on air, you are literally, nonviolently, politically, punching the New World Order in the nose. Punching their lies in the nose. We are going to defeat the New World Order. We're going over the top. But right now is a critical juncture. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com and donate now. Donate now. Donate now.